Hello, this is Father Neil here and welcome to the November 3rd episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 2514 through 2519 of the Catechism. Article 9, the Ninth Commandment. You shall not covet your neighbour's house, you shall not covet your neighbour's wife, or his manservant, or his maidservant, or his ox, or his ass, or anything that is your neighbour's. Every one who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. 25.14 St. John distinguishes three kinds of covetousness or concupiscence, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. In the Catholic catechetical tradition, the Ninth Commandment forbids carnal concupiscence. The Tenth forbids coveting another's goods. 25.15 Etymologically, concupiscence can refer to an intense form of human desire. Christian theology has given it a particular meaning. The movement of the sensitive appetite, contrary to the operation of the human reason. The Apostle St. Paul identifies it with the rebellion of the flesh against the spirit. Concupiscence stems from the disobedience of the first sin. It unsettles man's moral faculties and without being in itself an offence, inclines man to commit sins. 25.16 Because man is a composite being, spirit and body, there already exists a certain tension in him. A certain struggle of tendencies between spirit and flesh develops. But, in fact, this struggle belongs to the heritage of sin. It is consequence of sin, and at the same time a confirmation of it. It is part of the daily experience of the spiritual battle. For the Apostle is not a matter of despising and condemning the body, which, with the spiritual soul, constitutes man's nature and personal subjectivity. Rather, he is concerned with the morality and the good of good or bad works, or better, the permanent dispositions, virtues and vices, which are the fruit of submission in the first case or of resistance in the second case, in the saving action of the Holy Spirit. For this reason, the Apostle writes, if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Purification of the heart. 25.17 The heart is the seat of the moral personality. Out of the heart comes evil thoughts, Murder, adultery, fornication. The struggle against carnal covetousness entails purifying the heart and practising temperance. Remain simple and innocent, and you will be like little children who do not know the evil that destroys man's life. 25.18 The sixth beatitude proclaims blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Pure in heart refers to those who have attuned their intellects and wills to the demands of God's holiness chiefly in three areas, charity, chastity, or sexual rectitude, love of truth, and orthodoxy of faith. This, there is a connection between purity of heart, of body, and of faith. The faithful must believe the articles of the creed, so that believing they may obey God, by obeying may live well, by living well may purify their hearts, and with pure hearts may understand what they believe. 2519, the pure of heart, are promised that they will see God face to face and be like him. Purity of heart is the precondition of the vision of God. Even now it enables us to see according to God, to accept others as neighbours. It lets us perceive the human body, ours and our neighbours, as a temple of the Holy Spirit 
a manifestation of divine beauty. So today we begin to look at this ninth commandment. Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's wife in the Catholic tradition. Again, we saw at the beginning how some other traditions, um, and this is unnecessarily bad, divide the Ten Commandments differently. So they put the ninth and tenth together and they separate out, separate out the first into two commandments. So here we're dealing with the Latin uh, tradition, the Western tradition of the, the division. So this is the ninth commandment. And this commandment deals more with our heart, how we are inside, not so much what we do, although disobeying this commandment can cause us to sin in other ways, in other more physical ways. But what the commandment is aiming at is at our heart. Do we have an upright heart or are we living by concupiscence? Are we trying to find happiness and pleasure in other ways, in ways that are not legitimate and whereby our flesh, our human desires become unbridled and rather than us controlling what we do, what we think, our desires begin to control us. So by looking at this commandment and being aware of the temptations that we all face, we can be better prepared to give all of our mind, all of our heart, all of our soul to God. So this is uh, the, the first part of this commandment and we will deal with more tomorrow and tomorrow we will continue looking at 2520 through 2527. God bless.